Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and by popular demand, we are expanding the subject of murals throughout the entire summer. Yep, all summer long, you'll hear from master muralists to learn the tips to creating a thriving business, painting large scale. I have handpicked each interviewee based on their expansive knowledge of the mural industry so that you can learn from the absolute best. Plus, I'm throwing in some of my own mural tips within solo episodes, and if that isn't enough, I've created a full training for you all about how to grow your art business quickly using murals like I have. If you're listening this summer and thinking, okay, let me see what this mural thing is all about. Or if you're wondering if you could even create large scale paintings too, then go to artistacademy.co to learn how you can start making money in the mural biz. (laughs) The majority of my income comes from murals and I want to help you get started too because I know how profitable they can be. (laughs) Go to artistacademy.co to claim your free training and I hope you're having a fabulous summer. (laughs) This week's episode is another one of those sneak peeks that I sometimes give out (laughs) into what's going on inside of the Artist Academy membership. And I am so excited to announce that we are starting group mindset coaching bi-weekly with Madeline Oliver inside of the academy. I'm so excited. (laughs) I've been wanting to do this for a long time and it's just funny how the right people kind of find their way to connect because Madeline is the perfect addition to the Artist Academy team with her experience in art therapy. We all have those thoughts in our mind that sound something like, I'm not good enough, or so-and-so is better, or whatever, I can't make money because of blank, blah, blah. And so in this episode, we address those thoughts and talk about the ways to reframe them to a more positive mindset in order to help us grow as people and as artists. And after talking with so many of you artists over the past two plus years since starting the Academy, the thing that always comes up is a lack of belief in ourselves. And so whether it's your abilities or the possibilities we want to We would love to help you get over that hurdle and move on to doing what you're meant to do. By the way, we both recorded this sitting outside on our decks. We we didn't plan it or anything, but yeah, we both recorded this sitting outside in nature. So you'll probably hear some nature sounds in the background. So just go with it. And let me know what you think of this week's sneak peek episode into our new series, Inside of the Academy, Mindset with Madeline Oliver. Yeah, so we could just start by maybe some of the fears that artists have and some of the limiting beliefs that they have and just kind of start working through it. If anybody watching wants to type in some of the things that you regularly tell yourself in your head, whether you think it's a limiting belief or not, something that you say to yourself. So mine was back in the day, it was I don't know enough people yet to be 
a full-time artist and there's not enough people in my town that will want art uh, to keep me busy. I really fully 100% believe that because I live in a smaller-ish town. Like it's the Missouri, but it's not Kansas City or St. Louis. And I always thought I had to move and it's so not true. And so it's just, but that's one thing that kept me from even pursuing for a long time was there's, I can't do it here. I don't know enough people yet, even like outside of the town, the city or anything. So I can't do it. So yeah, if you guys have any limiting beliefs that you have specifically and you could write them in, we would love to help just directly dissect it and just to know what you're saying to yourself. Um, but yeah, what are some limiting beliefs that you have come across? I saw that you had Lisa Cong- Congdon's yeah. um, list on there. I thought that was really great. Yeah. So just to kind of frame for those of you who don't know what a limiting belief is, it's a fabricated narrative that you basically are telling yourself, right? And this fabricated narrative is usually tied up in like our worth, it's tied up in our capabilities, it's tied up in our potential. So I like to think of it as it cuts really deep, right? It's, it could be something very general, like, oh, I'll never be a successful artist. That's a broad limiting belief. Or it could be super, super specific, like, I don't think my canvases would translate well to print or something, even something like that, right? That you think it might be more like more practical grounded, but at the same time is something you're still telling yourself that is fabricated, that is tied up in your potential and is limiting you from going forward, going, taking action. That's why it's called a limiting belief. And the belief part is something that really you know, that statement, while you might not think it's something that you believe, it's still something that you are transpiring in your conscious thinking to be true until you go out and prove your brain otherwise, right? And tell it something else. And to go back to Lisa's exercise, she does something similar around mindset shaping, going back to the phrase we all grew up hearing, the starving artist, right? And kind of reshaping just that narrative that we hear out in the world and taking it and changing it to something different, which I really have come to appreciate and love. And that's the thriving artist. So doing out with the old paradigm and the old thought patterns of the starving artist, going into the new paradigm, new thought patterns of the thriving artist. And she wrote down some mentalities or what we could even call limiting beliefs of the starving artist, which is like, oh, if I share my work, someone is going to steal it. That's one I come across a lot with artists, right? Yeah, yeah, I get that all the time too. And I'm like, what? Like, it's so often too. I'm like, guys, stop. And I'm like, all art is borrowed at the end of the day. And granted, it is a real thing. And I see a lot of artists like who catch that. But the cool thing with the tools nowadays is even though you might be thinking in your head, the limiting belief is, oh, more of these platforms enable people to steal my art. It's actually the opposite. These platforms enable you to actually catch people who might be stealing your art. One of my favorite artists posts something and then of course she found a brand that had taken her artwork, only slightly changed it and was posting it. And she was able to call them out in her stories and show that this brand was indeed taking her stuff. And then usually what happens in that situation is they move the conversation offline and the artist settles it with the brand and, you know, they work it out eventually. 
but it's another medium that allows you to actually protect your artwork, I think, more so and have that voice to do. Taking something like, oh, if I share my work, someone is going to steal it. Recognize that is a belief that you hold in your mind and that is limiting you from, let's say, sharing your art, posting your art. And a way to transmute that limiting belief is I proudly and actively share my art and talent with the world. So it's kind of like taking something that's negative and putting it into a more positive belief. And these statements are usually general, they're usually action oriented when you're reaffirming, right? And that can also be an affirmation as well. That's another cool technique with mindset shifting that we could go into at another time. But you know, these limiting beliefs really run throughout our whole day. And some of them we're aware of, that's conscious thinking. And some of them we're not aware, that's subconscious thinking, right? So like maybe something that's deeply rooted that you never vocalize and speak out loud, but you think deep down subconsciously sometimes when maybe you're going to art craft fairs or you're seeing other artists and you're like, gosh, they're so good. Like, I'm not good. You could be like thinking something like that. It, like, and it may be a loud voice and you're aware of it. And that's great. The more awareness you have around your limiting beliefs, the better you have um, at transmuting them. But sometimes they're not so apparent to us right away. But with more training and more exposure is what I like to call of the limiting beliefs can really start to transmute them. And transmute just means you're kind of changing the statement, not only in words, but the energy flow too, right? Because every statement is packed with like emotion, it's packed with that energy. Transmuting it allows you to release the negativity, allows you to release whatever you know, blocks that you were holding on to in that negative statement, that old limiting belief, and believe in something new that's powerful and that's positive and that's really affirming. And again, it's all around worth, potential, and capability. So when your new belief is empowering your worth and empowering your capability and empowering your potential, then it's not limiting then really the sky's the limit, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And I think there are so many things that artists tell themselves that they, you don't even realize you're telling it because you think it's so deep rootedly true. You're like, no, I'm not just telling myself this thing. It's a fact like that, you know, I can't do this. Or one of my favorite ones is like more money, more problems. I literally thought that was a fact from my saying it growing up. I was just like, no, I don't want to get that big. Like it's, and then I'll have so many problems if I'm making so much money when it's actually the opposite it's so the opposite so the opposite and money is a big one for artists a lot of limiting beliefs go back to money like oh focusing on making money prevents me from actually making good art or being dedicated to the craft and so actually putting the effort towards making a living and earning money actually allows your art do what you want to love and prosper. Yeah. Yeah. So good. What are some other limiting beliefs that are on there Uh, as well? Another good one that I find is, oh, art should market and sell itself. I shouldn't have to actively promote my art. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. How many times we come across that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, there's another one that is kind of on that thing. It's like a lot of people tell themselves, well, I, I'm not good at marketing. I don't know anything about business, so yeah. I can't just post a photo. That, right. like, that, like, there, there's a weird correlation there where a bunch of – it's funny because a lot of people look at me, especially in the beginning, like there, there was another artist that I worked with and she was very good and she had mentioned that. She's like, well, I'm not good at business. And I'm like, it's not business that I'm doing. I'm literally just taking a photo of what I'm doing and sharing it. It's not because people look at because I had, I took some business classes, but nothing in those business classes taught me to do what I'm doing now. It's just like general business lingo and it's, it just wasn't really related. And right. so that's another one where people are like, well, I'm just not good good at business but can you take a photo and can you post it and can you write a little caption about what you're doing because that's doing marketing <laughs> right right and you bring up some really good points it's like sometimes your limiting beliefs aren't going to be existing within the confines of art they could be outside around what you think about running a business what do you think about it is to be mm -hmm. an entrepreneur your your limiting beliefs don't recognize categorization and the boundaries of that, right? They're not like, oh, this is my art limiting belief. This is my money limiting belief. That's up to you to acknowledge and become aware of it. But you could have a limiting belief that you hold around being tech savvy, marketing savvy, business savvy, that is actually still indirectly influencing your art and influencing how you run your art business, right? And what you brought out about the business classes, this is something that this is fuel to the fire of a limiting belief. When we make assumptions, so people assume, oh, you took all those business classes, therefore you like know the secret sauce that we all don't know, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> assumptions can fuel those limiting beliefs. So never ever assume mm. if you think your limiting belief holds validity and you're like gosh i'm having a lot of time transmuting this because i really believe it i want you to double check what you are assuming where does it actually factually say on the internet wikipedia that you cannot sell art in the world and you're not business savvy like where does it say that we have to step back from our heart and emotions and think logically where does it actually say that and a lot of it is so deep rooted, that's why you believe it's so hard to be true, but it's being assumed. Another good one that I find that happens with limiting beliefs is we get them from our parents. How many of us grew up with our mom and dad telling us, you'll never make it as an artist, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, or don't go to art school because you, you won't be able to make any money after art school anything tied up in that if you were told that narrative it was your parents passing down their limiting beliefs to you so know that sometimes your limiting belief is not even something that you own that you came up with it is what you ingested subconsciously from other people it was their limiting beliefs being passed down to you right so yeah. i had a big one around that and I thought, yeah, okay, going to art school, something that was a waste of my time, and I didn't go, and I had a lot of stuff wrapped up in that, and, and then that transpired later when social media hit into 
marketing into promoting myself into so many other things so even a limiting belief that you did not come up with that was passed down from outside influences can still trickle its way years i'm talking years later even into you promoting your artwork yeah so true because if you don't think it's possible that you know someone's telling you it is if you don't believe it you're still showing up and just posting photos and being like yeah right whatever but i'm gonna do it because they said it whatever it's like it has to be a full belief and it's so funny not to get to like woo woo but there's so many things that i have just put out i've just said like ah oh, this would be really cool if this happened or okay i'm gonna just dream and think up what can i do and then it just kind of happens through action and through being ready of it but it there's just so many times where it is if you can see maybe the light so you can yep. and you walk towards the little bit like things just start to happen but it really starts with that mindset one was even i remember i was on a big mural site early in my career and it was like maybe a year in and there's a bunch of other muralists that were much more experienced than me there and they were talking about how hard the mural industry was outside of this one job and so they were all saying that and how they weren't getting much work and so i thought that i had to keep this one job because there was nothing else out there because that's what other people were telling me and right. it was just so deep-rooted afterwards even when i wasn't you know talking to them anymore we weren't on the job anymore I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to you know, take little steps in the direction until I finally found out that, oh, it was hard for them, but it doesn't have, doesn't mean it has to be hard for me. And so a lot of our limiting beliefs come from other artists too, yeah. I've noticed, because yeah. if someone has had problems with sh shipping international, they're like, oh my yeah. gosh, it's a terror. You don't want to do it. Like another artist oh, just no. believe them. And and there are hoops to jump through. Yes. But one artist's experience doesn't mean that yours is going to be crazy too yeah. so just just keep a lookout for that too <laughs> absolutely and everyone's trial and error experience is unique to them so keep that in mind if you're really finding yourself playing and believing their limiting belief that they've told you about xy industry working with xo person like trying to get xo things out the door and find xo jobs Remember, that's their unique trial and error experience based off of what steps they either did take or did not take. So with that in mind, you can really start to see, okay, yes, it's great that we all share information and, and stuff like that and hear from peer reviews, like what is happening and, and stuff in our world. Sometimes it does turn out to be the case, but you should only discover that after your own trial and error proving that is true, right? Because like you said, like you took the steps and found out that was their limiting belief and it wasn't the same case for you. So that's another really good point is that even in, in communities when we're all doing and going after the same goal, like sometimes other people's living beliefs because of their own frustration with where they've gotten can seep and influence our own struggle. And I will say that the artist community is really good at uniting around the struggle, right? Like <laughs> yeah. Struggle is real. So let's start using that uniting power around like getting rid of the struggle and the struggle does not have to be real. Even that statement I just said was a limiting belief in a way because <laughs> it was limiting my own potential by believing that, right? So if we start to reshape the narrative, again, 
going back to the definition, reshaping the narrative to what we really want it to be. The struggle does not have to be real. So. so true. Yeah. And even lately too, like any new artists that I meet here locally, especially I all, I'm always telling them, I'm like, look, I'm doing a bunch of stuff, but I know a bunch of other muralists who are doing a bunch of stuff and the bunch of other, and we're all in the same area. There is enough work to go around. And so I think that would be a good replacement because that's what yeah. I say. Cause that, that's what I know. Like right. I know 100% there is enough work to go around for not just me in this small town, but other muralists and muralists who are niche down muralists who are not muralists who are beginners. There's so much work just waiting for you to, for, to find you. And that's, yeah. That like, reframe that just keep saying that and then it starts to come and there's been times even where I was really slow like in January February and I kept saying because I honestly believed it I was like I bet this summer is going to be really busy because right now is really slow so I think it, I really just think it's going to be really busy and that's how it happens <laughs> and it, I don't know if it's because it, that's just how it is, or you're saying it, you're believing it, you're attracting it, what it, or yep. it's just a combination of it all, of all of that. But it's, yeah, there's enough to go to work around. And if you're slow right now, you're probably going to be busy later. So just think yeah. those things. Oh, totally. And remember that there's always external forces outside of our control. There's natural rhythms, there's natural flows to things, there's natural cycles to things. So maybe what you were experiencing was just like, you were experiencing the natural cycle of a down season versus a hot season in the mural painting industry, right? So know that a lot of things that we experience are just purely out of our control. But what we do as humans, because we're emotional beings and we're really good at doing this, is we internalize. We take something that was external, that was not even related to us or personal, and we internalize it and make it personal and we're like oh okay so therefore i just must be really bad at this or i suck <laughs> right there's an option to go down that path but then there's also the option like you did andrea which is just like these affirmations and like believing in like you know what no like the hot season for mural is coming around the corner i'm gonna get ready for it like i'm preparing like it's coming and it is a combination of manifesting believing in it and not letting those limiting beliefs hold you and i will say a big one that you're really good at doing and artists yes take note of this is don't let the fear cripple you fear is what feeds a limiting belief fear there's a lot of things that feed a limiting belief like lack of confidence anxiety like you name it but fear is a really powerful one a lot of the times the reason why we believe the, the limiting belief is because we're afraid of what actually could be true the opposite right like you could actually be afraid in making it as an artist this is a hundred percent i say it all the time think about if you were to someone was to dump a million dollars on your lap after your whole life you've been saying like i'll never be a millionaire i'm never gonna make it right and someone's like all right here you go let me cut you a check here's a million dollars right now you wouldn't know what to do with it right you would just be <laughs> like okay and you almost might be like doubting it and be like yeah maybe i don't deserve this right and is this real that whole spiral oh is this even really real money right like and fear is coming up constantly with ways to invalidate 
what you truly deserve, what you're truly worth and what can be possible. So keep that in mind always. That was a really good comment about the fear and the false expectations. Love that. Yep. Yes. Fear equals false experience appearing real. F-E-A-R. Yes. I've never yes. heard of that. And fear equals future events already run. Ooh, that's a good one, Lola. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yep. So I guess what's a good way, and I know when we talked earlier about what we were going to talk about in this episode, you, you'd mentioned that there's no good, there's no like immediate fix to this. You can't be like, yep. oh my gosh, I suck. And then just be like, oh, well, if I tell myself I don't suck, then I'm not going to suck. It's an experience. Like it's yes. like you go through many, many days yep. of yes. switching it. So how can someone start to switch over that mindset? Absolutely. Yeah. It's not a quick fix. This isn't something you take a pill for and it goes away, right? It isn't something you just say a one-liner affirmation even for a week and then be like, oh yeah, <laughs> transmuted. The key word here is integration. You really have to start to integrate your new belief and don't call it limiting because then it just becomes another limiting belief. Your new belief, what you're setting out to do, you have to truly start to integrate it in your life. And how do we integrate things? By taking action. So what I really encourage everyone to do for a little take-home exercise is to get out a blank piece of paper and do two columns. And on the left-hand side, you're going to try and write out all your limiting beliefs around art, around business, could be around yourself, around your family, everything. Because the best remedy for this is to try and identify as much as you can all the limiting beliefs that are stored within you. Identification, becoming aware. That's step one if I was to chunk it down. Step two is this is like the start of the recognition phase where you're realizing a lot of this limiting belief programming is false, right? So you're looking at all your limiting beliefs after you wrote them down and you're asking yourself, where did this come from? When did I first start believing in this, right? Sometimes it goes to childhood memories, could have been yesterday. Like there is such a varied timeline on all these things. There's no, oh, I came up with all my limiting beliefs at the age of 12 and it's been with me ever since, right? Yeah. <laughs> that recognition and that's, again, you're increasing the awareness or developing more of your conscious mind and you're stepping out of the unconscious. And when we step out of the conscious, fear is no longer in the driver's seat. Fear is in the back seat, right? So you're going to look at all your limiting beliefs, ask those questions. Where did these come from? When did I first think of these, right? And then I want you on the right-hand column. This is going to be really hard at first. It may not come so easily because what you might find is in the right-hand column, when you're writing your new belief, your new statement, it still could be limiting in some ways. And I'll get to that in a minute. So on the right-hand column, you're going to write all what the opposite could be true. I like to think in opposites. It's helpful when you're first starting this exercise because usually our, our limiting beliefs are grounded in negativity and it's easier for us to go from negative to positive. So if you're thinking in opposites, that's a great starting point to help you. Some are not so clear cut, like I will never blah, blah, blah. Yes, that's negative, but the key there is the word I will never right? That's the key phrase. So you want to change that to an action-oriented verb. 
So action-oriented verbs, putting things in the present tense, taking it out of the past into the present tense, is very helpful for writing a new belief that's empowering. I can, I will, I am, right? These are those kind of words that strengthen those statements and make them actually something that you can believe in. Okay, so for example, one that I hear all the time, and I actually heard just today from a student, they said, I'm not good enough, so I'm not a good enough painter. How can you reframe that? Maybe say, I will practice every day. You know, the people I'm comparing myself to have more hours than me, and that's all I need to do is get more hours. Or like, how, yeah. how do they reframe that? That's a good one. And well, what I would suggest is something like that that's very general. The more we can change it to take, I'm not, the whole like, the whole thing needs to go. There's honestly a statement like that. There's no way you can like just change one or two words because when we have words like enough in there or any kind of phrasing of a degree to which you're comparing yourself automatically to yourself, you just got to rewrite the whole thing. So it would be something like you said, where you're getting specific and it's like, I am going to paint every day to become the painter I want to be, right? So there, notice how I didn't even say, I'm going to become the painter that's good enough or the painter that's as good as so-and-so. Like you don't want to, cause that's still limiting, right? So you have to completely strip that comparison away. You're just focusing on you and what you are going to become. And the key to that is endless potential. I am going to paint every day to become the painter I want to be. And you may not know who that painter is that you want to be. And that is okay. That's the point. It does not have an end cap. It does not have a boundary, right? It's open-ended. Yeah. Okay. That, that's awesome. Another one is like, I, so a lot are money centered. So I don't think that I can make enough money. I actually was just working with an artist here recently last week. And she mentioned she's, I've been trying for a while and to the point where I've just been trying so long, I just don't even think it's possible anymore. And I need to change that. How do I change it? And I was like, I don't know. You just look at it. Look what I'm doing. Just do what I do. Just do. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like I'm, uh, to me, I'm just like, oh, there's so much work to go around. You just have to find it. And so how does someone think, go from, I can't make money with this, or there's no way I can make enough to, yeah. obviously there's steps you take, but like even just reframing the mind, well, what, what would be the opposite of that? Yes. So money, know this, money limiting beliefs, I would almost put an asterisk around them because they're special. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they have to be treated with extra love extra care and extra kindness and the reason i say this is because your your money beliefs are the most deeply rooted ones in your subconscious they're the ones that came from watching how your parents talked about money or did not talk about money they come from your family your environment how you're raised with regards specifically to money and a lot of a lot of american culture when it comes to money is this concept of, obviously there's consumerism, obviously there is like early bird gets the worm, all these kind of <laughs> thoughts and, and beliefs around money. But in American culture, we have taken a, something like money, which could be very beautiful and abundant, and we've just placed this like scarcity filter over it. And, and the reason why I do pinpoint American cultures, if you look at other cultures, European, African, 
yes, money has value and weight and everyone's trying to get more of it, but it is not the priority in their culture. There are other things that take place and those things have kind of helped where that scarcity filter is not as strong as, as the ones that us Americans have put on it. So I say this specifically for the money limiting beliefs because there's this whole context. There's this whole context that needs to be understood when it comes to money. And therefore there needs to be more compassion and more care when it comes to writing uh, a new belief around money. So something to help with that young lady would be, I am open to new means of income. I am open to receiving money. Something simple like that to start with. Just putting her in the place of abundance and taking her out of scarcity. In this case, I would say don't go specific. Don't like try and be like, I am going to have three new streams of income via Etsy and Instagram for this particular case. And you can do this with a lot of the money limiting beliefs. That's why asterisks, that's why they're special is a little bit more general will help because you're just trying to move out of the place of scarcity into the place of, of abundance. And it could be something as simple as I am worth money. I'm worth receiving money, right? I will find new ways to earn money. Money comes to me and it goes, but even just something acknowledging that money is an exchange. It doesn't always stay and it comes and goes, right? That's another thing we have to understand around money is that money comes and it stays with us to help us get to a higher level of abundance. That's really the purpose of money. But that does not mean it stays with us forever, right? It, we see money go in and out of our bank account every day. It comes and it goes. It comes and it goes, right? So when you get to that point of abundance, that's why it's important not to hoard and be like, oh, that because you're still operating in a mindset of scarcity, right? Acknowledging that money comes and it goes. And I get that it's very hard to translate that into practicality when, when you're like scrounging, right? But just work first on right, rewriting this limiting belief, putting it into a place of abundance. And then you will find that the tools, the means, the opportunities, the action items, the to-do lists, that will help you achieve that end goal will start to become more clear, more apparent, and actually show up in abundance because you have removed that block. Limiting beliefs are blocks that prevent us from getting from point A to point B. Because when we believe them, we are not operating at the level that we are worth. We are not seeing the potential. When we remove them, we operate in knowing our worth and there's endless potential. So taking something as simple as I am worth, money comes to me and it goes. Money will always be flowing to me. I am worthy of receiving money. Those are the correct beliefs you want to start to channel and bring more and integrate into your life. Well, I just you saying that even because I've had a lot of just internal work I've had to do my own with money because I grew up in a trailer like and yep. Oh, even you just saying that money comes and goes, that's the first time I've ever heard of that. And it, you just saying that helps me rework my own thoughts of, oh, yeah, it just comes and goes. And so if I'm just okay with that, 
because it's going to come and go anyway. That way I'm not going to hoard it because I've gotten a lot of progress in the last, you know, five years and whatnot, but it's, there's still more to go. And so even just you saying that I'm like, Oh, okay. That helps me to just, it's flowing like everything else. I don't, because anytime we spend money, I'm just like, Oh, it kind of hurts me a little bit. And my husband is like, we'll just make more. It's okay. And I'm like, exactly. (laughs) yeah, I know He, he has helped me a lot, but yeah, for anybody not having that person around them, that's just that he, he believes that he's like, eh, he has that abundance mindset with money, which has really helped me too. He believes that if, as long as you're a good person and you work hard, money will come. Like it's just going to yeah. come. And I'm like, okay, I'll just believe it. <laughs> and it's yep. so true though. It's so true, but it's still, I'm like halfway there and <laughs> still yeah. getting there. Yeah. So yeah. I encourage you artists, if you're really struggling where a majority of the limiting beliefs on your left-hand column are around money this is a this is an opportunity for you to possibly work with a money coach or just even surround yourself with friends who have an abundant mindset when it comes to money right uh, and that's another thing that is again why the asterisk with money is so special because even just our close friends who we spend so much time with or our family, if they are all living in a scarcity mindset around money and have a lot of limiting beliefs and even just something as splitting dinner when it comes down to the bill, right? And you just know in your group of friends, like it's going to be this thing and everyone's getting anxiety and like, how do we make it fair, right? it's time for an evaluation of bringing more of the abundant people when it comes to mindset around money into your life because that is that scarcity when you keep it that close around you always throughout your life because friends and family follow us throughout our life right that continues with you and that will seep into your art business all throughout your life the moment i changed i hired a money coach and I also changed a lot of my friends. And this is this is something I will also encourage artists. Like we're constantly making new relationships and networking, right? And you can have your close friends, but know that like people come and go in your life, just like money does. It comes and it goes. So the new people who are coming, make sure you're attracting people who have that abundant mindset, right? because they can help take you to the next level by influencing your beliefs and your mindset in that way with such positive thinking around money, like your husband, right? Yeah. Um, could be another person in your life that you didn't know, or it's just, it's so important when it comes to money beliefs, especially when you're starting out, that you surround yourself with a supportive network and a supportive community that is in that abundant mindset. Cause it's going to be hard at first to do it on your own. Yeah, that's so true. So true. And as you're saying that I, we, so I have a perfect example and you're just like making it true. And just as you were talking, I was like, Oh, so we went to Wyoming with a group of friends. There's like 14 of us. And there we all split dinners. We all split groceries. It was just easier and nobody really cared. And then we went to St. Thomas with a different group. There was like some same people, but really it was like, it was another group of 14. 
and they were not into it they were like no we are not splitting dinners no like they uh-huh. you can just tell it pained them and, and they, they were like okay so i like we will pay just for this and we were all like oh this isn't gonna work the same as the other trip that we literally just took with a different we're like okay so you guys will just all do separate checks we'll all do all that and but as you're saying that i'm like yeah like that's so true different people have different beliefs around that and mm-hmm. yeah it is about who you surround yourself with and yeah and there, there's no talking people out of that either there's nothing that i could have said that would be like hey like sometimes you're gonna pay a little more and sometimes you're gonna pay a little less and it's gonna even out and they were like there's just there's no talking to them about that they have a set money belief yep. Yep. and that I'm not changing that. And so yep. they need people around them because they, they grew up actually much like me with a very poor, you know, families. And yeah, so did, I'm literally just like processing this in my head. I'm like, oh, how can I help them? But I just can't. They just yeah. it's up their own. And that's a really good point you bring up, Andrea. So when you finally get to the, the you know, right hand side of the column and you've got all your new beliefs written out and you've got these powerful statements, right? And you've, you've, you're working now on the next step of integration and processing, like you said, and you're going, I encourage you to say these every day for months. I encourage you to continue to write them down. I encourage you, even the next step would be to take all those that you've written down in your right hand column and see which ones are still limiting that you need to rewrite again. But after that is all said and done, know that this is your journey this is your work that you are doing for yourself you have done and taken a great step in rewriting these limiting beliefs and this is something that you could only do for yourself and when you become that aware just know that not everyone is going to be that aware as well so it is not on you it is not your job to change their limiting beliefs a lot of us when we get to when we've ingested something that we know has helped us as natural we want to help other be- human beings. i do that like, all the time <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah. Just listen to this thing and they're like i'm not there yet <laughs> yeah yeah we want to be like oh my god you need to do your limiting belief of work right like <laughs> i have to know that not everyone is going to be accepting of that or welcoming of that <laughs> and that's okay and the reason why i say that is that's their journey they have to figure it out for themselves on their own time and it's part of the grand universe master god's plan whatever you want to call it that they figure that out when they're the most open to it right it is your unique journey that let's say this live opened you up and now you're going to do your limiting belief work and you're going to work on it that is unique to you that is the timing that's meant for you and no one else and of course you can talk about it with friends and family and be like yeah i did this really like awesome limiting belief exercise it's really helped me but just own that for you and and live in that glorious moment share it and then move on because if you try to pass the baton of this kind of work to other people the the rejection you might face might lead you to start to go down a whole new cycle of limiting beliefs of oh well now sharing bites me in the butt right you don't want to have to repeat that whole cycle all over again then also too again like it's just kind of honoring the individual's journey like they'll discover that at, at their time when it's meant for them
So true. I'm so excited that you're going to be working with us here in the Artist Academy. So for everybody, we're going to be doing a bi-weekly live. So we're going to be talking about a different subject. And sometimes it might just be Madeline on here. Sometimes we might just talk. We, we don't really know how it's going to go, but we're going to yeah. going to we're just going to start to do this. And also she has been, so you have been so gracious as to give us kind of a deal sort of with your coaching that you're, so you're for, this is for artist Academy only. Do you, you want to tell them what you're going to do? Yeah. yeah. So I'm super excited to offer this and it is definitely steeply discounted. And the reason why is because I really want to help you guys. And this is exclusive for Artist Academy. And, and this is really important work and I really believe in it. So that's why it's super low price. But that, that does not mean it's low valued, right? This work is going to really start to impact everything that you do. And it's going to have such big rewards. So what I'm offering is two coaching calls with me. The first one's free. And then the second one's just 25 bucks. So really you're getting two coaching calls for the price of, and these are more like accountability calls. So what we'll do is we'll go all over your limiting beliefs and what might be blocking your creativity. Cause that's another area of coaching. I specialize in the fears, the mindset shifting, whatever we can do in terms of dissecting that and then creating an action plan. And the second call, really is where I hold you accountable. So the first call is we're going to go over this stuff together and figure everything out. But the second call, no problem, Lola. I'm so glad it was helpful. Um, the second call is really where I'm going to hold you accountable and be like checking up on like, how are those limiting beliefs going? And, and then if you want to continue to work with me, we can always talk about that. And I can always still honor the low discount for Artist Academy. Again, like this is like really great work. I'm also going to be sharing some worksheets with Andrea to put up in Artist Academy as well. So know that this work is not said and done. It continues and I'm going to make sure you guys have all the tools and the resources. Yeah, I think this is great because this is almost the start of a lot of growth in the academy because people, like I mentioned with you, like we were talking about doing this and I was like, a lot of people come in, but then they don't do the work because they have these beliefs and they're like, well, I could do this, but I don't know if it's going to actually work. And so they don't even go through the modules or anything. So I think this is yeah. so important. So we're just going to collect all of these lives and it'll be in the contributing artist section of the Artist Academy in your website. And you can just look at them whenever you want. So anytime you're maybe feeling a little down, you can go listen to a, a recorded one or if you need some more one-on-one -on -one attention. And some people do and some people don't. Um, some people are really good at just watching a live and then being like, oh, I get it. And then, But yeah. some people need that extra. So I'm so thankful that you are doing this. Yeah. And yeah, this is exclusive for Art Artist Academy. So you can tell your friends, but it's really just for you. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, that, that is basically our time limit. Let's do this again. I will actually see you at the meetup. So that's during our week two. So we'll just plan on doing our next live a month from now since Perfect. you're going to be at the meetup. So yeah, awesome. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I finally get to meet y'all in person. Like, crazy. Oh, I could not be more, more stoked. And just want to leave you with this one thing before I signed up for her mural meetup, I had a little limiting belief sneak in there. Of, I don't know if I can do this. And honestly, immediately shifted that, made shit happen. Boom. So everything is possible. Just want to leave that with you guys. <laughs> yeah. And we all have those limiting, we all have those like moments of, ooh, I don't know about this. 
but it's about taking action and, it is. and now we're going to meet and I'm so excited that you're coming. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, thank you again. And I hope you have a great rest of your Monday. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Just another reminder that I have created an extra special training for you to learn how to grow your art business quickly using murals like I have. If you're listening this summer and thinking, okay, let me see what this mural thing is all about. Or if you're wondering if you could possibly paint large scale too, then go to artistacademy.co to learn how you can start making money in the mural biz. The majority of my income comes from murals and I want to help you get started too because I know how profitable they can be. So go to artistacademy.co to claim your free training and I will see you next week.